You're listening to Locked On Now, NHL, local experts on the biggest stories on the ice. I am your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. We've got our Locked On NHL host here to tell you everything that you need to know from around hockey on Monday night. Last night's biggest game saw a pair of winning teams fight for another victory all the way to a shootout in Madison Square Garden. The Biggest Game Hey, what is going on, hockey fans? This is John Check with the Locked On New York Rangers podcast here to talk about a very exciting win for the New York Rangers, 3-2 over the visiting Los Angeles Kings. The Rangers pay the Kings back for a defeat exactly two weeks ago to the day, in fact. The Rangers take them down in a six-round shootout and uh, just kind of continues this theme of the Rangers finding ways to get it done. It's not always pretty. Uh, they got off to a rough start in this game tonight in the first period. That's actually become a little bit of a theme for the Rangers and something that uh, I hope they can correct in their next game. Uh, the most recent four games that the Rangers have played, they've gotten off to a rough start in all four of them. That's the bad news. The good news is the Rangers are 3-1 and one in those four games. So it's nice that they're eventually finding their A game and working their way back into the game and winning in most cases. But I do want to see the Rangers start a little bit better. But, you know, that's just a little bit of a nitpick because overall this is a really, really good win for the Rangers. Uh, trailing throughout the third period, they get a late goal in the third to tie it. Uh, a really exciting overtime period in which I thought the Rangers played very well. And then, like we said, very exciting win in the shootout. So looking forward to uh, breaking this all down in greater detail in the next episode of Locked on New York Rangers. Do not miss it. Tuka Rask, of course, got the Boston Bruins fans excited when he returned to the team on a one-year deal. But the veteran is still showing some rust and had another rough night on Monday. Anaheim had no trouble getting the puck past Rask. And Locked on Bruins explains where Boston goes with its goalie going forward. It looks like Tugaras is going to need a little more time to find his game after off-season hip surgery and a lengthy rehabilitation as he allowed five goals on 27 shots to the Anaheim Muddy Ducks here on Monday in a 5-3 Bruins loss. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins. And after this game, Bruce Cassidy admitting he's not where he needs to be. That's evident. We weren't sure he would be. Uh, Cassidy thinks Rask will need about seven or eight more starts to find his game. Right now, he's not where he needs to be. Uh, the Bruins are in the uh, luxurious position of being quite a bit ahead of the Detroit Red Wings in the playoff race with games in hand. Uh, however, they will need Rask to find his game and Oldmark to step up in the meantime uh, to keep that solidified. On the positive side, uh, the line of Halla, Pasternak, and Taylor Hall continue to roll as each scored in this one, although it wasn't enough as the Bruins do fall by a score of 5-3 to three at the hands of the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Sorry, Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> uh, you can find all the latest on the Boston Bruins at the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. The Minnesota Wild made it look easy at home against the Canadians last night. The Wild ran up the score with eight goals, and the Locked On Wild tells you who led the scoring onslaught in Minnesota. A six-goal win? Boy, you just ate to see it. Hey, everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. I just had to do that joke as the Minnesota Wild beat the Montreal Canadiens by a score of 8-2. to two. Eight different goals for the Minnesota Wild in a game that, believe it or not, they actually trailed one nothing early on. But the Wild respond in bold fashion, peppering the Canadiens with shots. And uh, the Wild pick up yet another win, their 25th 
of the season. And for Kirill Kaprizov, he becomes the quickest player in Minnesota Wild history to record 100 career points in just 92 games. But some other things to take note of the fourth line stepping up for the Wild in this one is Nico Sturm and Connor Dewar pick up goals against the Canadians. The Wild now 25-10-3 on the season. One thing to keep an eye on, though, Cam Talbot left the game after two periods and was replaced by Capo Kakinen. Not sure if it's an injury or what the deal is, but that Bears watching is the Minnesota Wild head to the Big Apple for two games against the Rangers and the Islanders. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure to check out Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Coming up, the Colorado Avalanche continue to pile up victories on their huge winning streak. This is Locked On Now NHL. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to get started. Again, that's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available in 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. And remember, you get that 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Welcome back to Locked On Now NHL. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. The Colorado Avalanche won for the 16th straight time in last night's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The Colorado Avalanche win their 16th game in a row at home with a 2 to nothing shutout of the Chicago Blackhawks. And Kyle, is there any end in sight to this streak that the Avs have going? No, and we had to do it against Mark Andre Fleury, and the scoring started with new All Star Nazem Kadri on former Vegas All Star Mark Andre Fleury, and it didn't stop. And the home streak is continuing to go. And this game, you know, didn't come easy for the Avs. Nothing came easy. Chicago made it tough for them. Uh, you know, they they had to to grind this one out, but they did. Uh, and, you know, you get Pablo Francos with another shutout. And since he's come back, really both of these goalies for the Avalanche with Francos and Darcy Kemper have really looked good. And that was the one area that a lot of people were saying the Avalanche need to shore up. Do you kind of feel like they are right now? I kind of have a really good feeling about both these goalies. It's a good goalie controversy to have. Who's better right now? Because they're both pitching shutouts right now. You can't go wrong with them. So, yeah, the Avs, like I said, win the 16th in a row at home. Overall, they are cruising. So let's see if they can continue. And meanwhile, the Chicago Blackhawks also continue to streak by losing for the fourth straight time. And with that loss to the Avalanche. And meanwhile, the Chicago Blackhawks also continue to streak by losing for the fourth straight time with that loss to the Avalanche. Locked on Blackhawks tries to figure out what turns south for Chicago so quickly as of late. 
The Chicago Blackhawks get blanked two to nothing by the Colorado Avalanche. What's up, everyone? I'm Jack Bushman from Lockdown Blackhawks, and tonight the Chicago Blackhawks fell to the hands of the Colorado Avalanche two to nothing in Denver, dropping their losing skid to four games. The roller coaster ride continues on for the Chicago Blackhawks this season. They lose six games in a row. They respond by putting together four consecutive victories. And now they've lost four consecutive games here once again, dropping their record down to 15-20-7 on the season. All in all, tonight the Blackhawks actually put up a pretty decent fight, especially going up against the top team in the NHL in a building where Colorado had won 15 consecutive games, but the offense really let the Hawks down tonight. During their four-game losing skid, the Hawks' offense has only scored six goals total and only four of those have come in even strength. If you don't score, you can't win. And poor Mark andre Fleury got no help from his offense tonight. He did literally everything he could in net, kept the Blackhawks in the game until uh, the final few minutes when the Avs put on that empty netter. Fleury deserved better, but the Blackhawks' offense just can't do anything, can't get any shots off from the dangerous areas, and when they do, it seems like they always miss the net. So another frustrating loss here for the Chicago Blackhawks tonight, four consecutive losses. Schedule's not going to get any easier. they got a tough road game on Wednesday coming up against the Detroit Red Wings, and then they're taking on the Colorado Avalanche once again on Friday. So um, the Blackhawks just got to toughen up here, knowing the schedule isn't going to get any easier and just need to start getting results before it's too late. They're already still a handful of points back in the standings. We're past the midway point of the season. It's do or die time for the Chicago Blackhawks, and unfortunately, they're not heading in the right direction right now. Another loss here tonight, 2 to nothing to the Colorado Avalanche. For more coverage on this disappointing loss by the Blackhawks, be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your team every day. The Philadelphia Flyers' double-digit losing streak continued on Monday at home against the Stars. Philly is now up to 12 straight losses, while Dallas has found some luck on the road. Our Locked On hosts from both teams here will tell you how this one played out in the city of brotherly love. Hi, this is Rachel Donner with the Locked On Flyers podcast, here with your quick post-game reaction to the Flyers' 3-1 to loss to the Dallas Stars. It was their 12th game in this second extended winless streak this season that also ties the franchise record for consecutive games without a win. But looking at a few bright spots from this game First off, once again, congratulations to Keith Yandel for tying Doug Jarvis's NHL Ironman streak at 964 consecutive games played. Keith Yandel's last game he missed was March 22nd, 2009, way back when, when he was on the Phoenix Coyotes. Also have to give kudos in this game to Carter Hart. He made 33 saves on 35 shots, including an incredible save on Miro Heiskanen in the third. He is absolutely the reason the Flyers stayed in this game as Dallas really started to pepper the shots on goal in the third period. Other than that, there really isn't much good to say on the flyer side, except for a notable strong performance from the line of Morgan Frost and Jerry Mayhew and Max Wellman. They didn't get anything past Ottinger, but they did get a ton of chances and really looked like they had the most urgency of anyone else out there during this game. Uh, for more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune into the Lockdown Flyers podcast.
Another day, another crazy road game for the Dallas Stars. What's up, everyone? Dane Lewis here with the Locked on Stars podcast, coming to you after the Dallas Stars 3-1 to win over the Philadelphia Flyers. The Stars hand the Flyers their 12th consecutive loss uh, on this bad stretch for this team out of Philadelphia. But the Stars, on the other hand, have now won three straight, and all three of those wins have come away from the American Airlines Center. This is a huge step forward for this Dallas Stars team as they haven't been playing very well on the road up to this point, but now seem to be turning a new leaf. Perhaps last week's embarrassing loss at home to the Canadians has motivated this team to step up and, and play the hockey that we know they can really play. Rupe Hintz gets the scoring started on a breakaway for this Dallas team, and then it was a pretty weird back-and-forth game. Uh, the Flyers being the beneficiary of a weird stray puck that bounces off John Klingberg's skate into the goal past Jake Ottinger. Ottinger, besides that, had a phenomenal game, a really nice bounce back game for him. He'd had some rough outings in Florida against the Panthers and even against the Canadians last week in that aforementioned game. Really, really good to see number 29 have a really good productive night. Basically almost a shutout. Uh, hard for him to you know anticipate that puck bouncing off his teammate's skate. Really, really solid night from Jake. Really solid night from Rupe. Big night for Jacob Peterson as he gets the game-winning goal to put the Stars up 2-1 with just a little over three minutes left in the game. And then, of course, Joe Pavelski netting the empty netter to win, to seal the deal, to get the Stars their third straight win, their third straight road win. And they'll be looking to finish things out on a high note tomorrow in New Jersey against the Devils. We'll break down this entire game on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Stars, and I can't wait to see you there. That's all for us here at Locked On Now NHL. Thank you to our Locked On NHL hosts for keeping us up to date on everything that happened in hockey yesterday. And thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, go on over to Locked On NHL or your local team's Locked On podcast and give those ones a listen as well. I'm Kim Becker, and this has been Locked On Now.